Coming up today, we explore the best way to clarify your retirement savings strategy, discuss tax tips and new legislation regarding that might change the world on Social Security as we know it. All that and more starting right now on WealthWorks Radio. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddall. Joining me today is Joseph Lanza. Joseph, an independent fiduciary with Retirement Wealth. Eric Carney normally here. Eric, a little under the weather today, so we will we will persevere, won't we, Joseph? That's right, Steve. Good How's, morning, Steve. How, how are, are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Everything good there in the Southwest Florida? Busy, you, busy. You guys have had a little bit of weather, huh? Yeah, it's been pretty cold, cold. here. Yeah, that's I mean, what it's, I read. It's the Sunshine State, but for some reason, it's uh, it's been pretty cold the past almost two months now. I oh, mean, man. it's normally you know a couple weekends, if that. You gotta right. well, start wearing a jacket around, but it's pretty much the past two months straight have been uh, pretty cold. So well, these northerners coming down are probably uh, shocked right now. I would I would <laughs> think so because I know up in Minneapolis it's going to be seventy degrees tomorrow. Wow. And then it's going to be 20 degrees on Thursday. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense, right? That's why I don't live there anymore. (laughs) That's why a lot of people don't live there anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So you got my interest up here, Joseph, when we're talking about uh, clarify your retirement savings. And and, uh, so let's dig into this whole thing a little bit. We're talking about Roth and Roth 401k, and it's not as cut and dry as as it seems, is it? No, and there's been a lot of changes as of lately as well with the Roth 401k, with that the employer contributions can actually go into your Roth 401k right now. And to keep it kind of backtrack a little bit, a lot of people don't even realize that there may be a Roth option to their 401k, especially if they've been working for a company for decades and decades, and they've just been contributing to their ordinary traditional 401k for all these years. It's already set up. They don't really log in. It's all automatic for them. It's important to actually contact them and see if there is a Roth option for that 401k because now your employer's contribution, meaning the match that you get, can actually go into that Roth 401k as well as your contributions. All right. That, well, that makes sense. And, and I mean, what a cool thing to be able to do, you know, I'm, to have that money go into a Roth 401k. Yeah, at much higher limits than the outside Roth can yeah. actually contribute to that. And it creates a huge tax-free bucket for your retirement. And and again, so we're talking about pre-tax um, and or actually after tax with the Roth, right? Right, exactly. So with a Roth account, how that works is exactly opposite of a regular 401k or an IRA, meaning the money that goes into that account is taxed when you put that money in. So it's going to grow completely tax free. And then whenever you go to pull money out, all of that is going to come to you tax free as well. So pretty much the exact opposite of a regular IRA. So you got to think that it's almost like if you were planting seeds, the government's going to say, okay, we can either tax you once this crops grow and you harvest your seed later on and when you continue to harvest the seed it's going to be taxed or we can tax you on the seed the small amount and when this grows and you start harvesting this later on that's going to be completely tax-free to you down the line which one sounds better exactly and again if what if you're in a lower tax bracket then it makes even it might even make more sense Right, exactly. If you're in a lower tax bracket now and you anticipate in the future that you may be in a higher tax bracket, then it's the perfect scenario. Now, there is some things where people are in their uh, higher working years where they're getting a higher income and they suspect that in retirement they might be in a lower tax bracket, so they might want to do a traditional IRA and save the money on taxes now. However, one of the stipulations here is that tax laws are going to be sunsetting in 2026, which means the current nice brackets that we have are most likely going to be going away. Because if we look at where the debt is in America, how much money we spend every single year, how much debt we're constantly going into, all these countries that we're giving money to and everybody's getting stimulus, right? We're still kind of haven't recovered from that yet either. Well, the only way that the government generates income is through taxation, and relatively speaking, we're in a very low tax bracket. And so it wasn't that long ago, you know, 1963, I think, was the, the year that the tax brackets were up to 94%. Right. It uh, was the highest bracket that oh we had. Oh, my gosh. And you compare that to today's 37%. 
Okay. Everybody hates taxes. So you never, you know, nobody's ever going to say, oh, we're in a good tax situation right now. Most time people are paying taxes. They're angry. Right. Right. But relatively speaking, we're actually in a pretty low tax bracket across the board right now. And so this is the time to take advantage of doing some of these conversions, possibly contributing to a Roth. So that way in the future, when tax brackets do change at some point, and most likely they're going to be going up, you could be putting your future self in a better taxable situation. And that's the idea of, of putting together a, a plan with, with you at Retirement Wealth that, you know, we, we look ahead, you look to the future, you figure out how much long or how long we're going to be saving, and, and you give us options as far as where that money should go and how we can best utilize it. And that's really what tax planning or real true tax planning is all about is looking ahead. It's not just looking in these years, you know, this year and saying, okay, well, what deductions can I take? What, how much am I going to save on taxes now? It's looking 10, 15, 20 years into the future and saying, well, are we going to run into any roadblocks or have to pay high taxes in the future? Is there anything we can do about that now in order to combat that? That's what real tax planning is. And I think that's what a lot of individuals get upset about when they're working with a CPA or sometimes even an advisor that's not really planning focused and they're not looking into the future to calculate those things for that individual. They're just worried about the here and now. But as a financial planner, that's all we're constantly thinking about is what does the future hold for our clients and what can we do to put them in a better situation then? 800-779-1942. If you'd like to find out, folks, give us a call. Joseph would love to sit down with you and have the conversation. 800-779-1942. So we're talking about 401ks, Roth 401ks, 401ks, or uh, Roth options or Roth savings in general. Um, So, I mean, so I was thinking, you know, you talk about maybe if younger people may not not have that. I mean, I've got a daughter and son-in-law and they got four kids and I keep telling them, just save in a Roth. You don't need any more deductions. You got plenty. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And you're really going to, once, just like the regular 401k, remember everybody said, just put it on autopilot. You're not, you're not going to miss it coming out of your check. It's the same thing with the Roth 401k. Are you going to pay the taxes on it now? Yes, you're not going to get the tax deduction, but at the same time, more than likely, once those that contribution starts to happen, it's going to be automatic. You're not going to really feel it. It might be a difference, but you're going to get used to that difference and your future self is definitely going to thank you when majority of your retirement assets, especially if you're younger, is going to be completely tax free to you. Sure. Well, and again, you talked about the sunsetting of the tax laws the way they are. And, and again, that's just another way that they essentially move the goalposts or kick the can down the road, whatever, whatever you want to call it. it, it you know, they're subject to change. Exactly. And this is what, you know, American politics do. They make things look great for the time being. They say, well, look how, th- look how I'm going to change the taxes and it's going to be great for this certain period of time, knowing that, well, in the future, those are going to sunset as well. And what those taxes lowering them have done is they really have increased the debt on top of the spending on top of everything else. But when you lower those brackets now, you're really just like you said, pushing that down the line, procrastinating a little bit saying, well, at some point we're going to have to raise those. Sure. And we're now coming close to that date, right? 2026 is when legislation is going to have the ability to actually change those. So it is coming up pretty quickly. And so how do we how do we prepare for those kinds of potential changes or do we? Well, this is why we focus so much on financial planning when people come in. Before we even really take a look at investments or make recommendations on the investments, we have to understand your situation and build out that financial plan for that individual. That's what helps us see, okay, what scenarios may be an issue to them in the future. And so we constantly have that financial plan running for that client. This is what we do. We have a continuous relationship with our clients with that financial plan as well. It's not just focusing on the investment. It's focusing on their total situation. So that financial plan is constantly changing and running different scenarios of looking at, okay, well, what if the market does this? Or what if taxes do this? How can we better shift this portfolio around or shift this person's situation around to put them in a better situation? And I think that's what clients are really yearning for right now with advisors who are just focused on selling them investments. Nobody wants to be sold an investment anymore. They want to be provided a solution through that financial plan and really understand their situation and be educated and not just you know hand the keys over to somebody and say, yeah, just take care of it for me. No, explain to me how you're taking care of it, why you're doing it that way, and have an ongoing relationship with that person that really does better understand their situation. Well, it goes back to the old saying, you've said it many times, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. 
Right. And as far as 401ks and IRAs go, in reality, with a, with a traditional qualified account like that, only 70 to 80% of that money is yours when you really think about it. Yeah. The other 20 to 30% is actually owned by the government and they're just waiting to get their hands on it. You know, that's why we have RMDs, required minimum distributions. When you reach a certain age, they're going to force you to take a certain amount out of that account because why? They don't want you to keep deferring those taxes. They want their money as well. You know, they, they allowed you to get the deduction on that. Now they want all that growth that you, that account has had as well and the taxes that come along with that. Well, I mean, again, so what should somebody do today if they're, you know, they're getting close to retirement? Uh, maybe there's a plan, but it's it really would make sense just to come on and give you a, let, it, let, let them give you a second opinion or you give them a second opinion. Yeah, wherever you really are at in retirement, whether you're in retirement, looking to retire, if you're close to it, wherever you're at, it's never too late to actually start planning and put together a strategy. Because especially if you haven't decided to retire yet, you definitely don't want to make that big decision without actually knowing for sure, okay, I'm going to be okay. I have a sufficient amount of income that I know will be coming into me to sustain my lifestyle. You want to make sure you have that plan in place before you really do decide to pull the plug on working because there could also be some different strategies that we could use while you're working to maybe better fund your retirement for you through things like a Roth or the Roth 401k or even ways that are going to reduce your taxable situation in retirement. Well, I think that's a great way to sum up this segment, uh, Joseph. Let's uh, let's do that. Let's take a break and we'll come on back and, and uh, just remind folks how to call and get in touch. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We're going to get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. It's an opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. Let Joseph translate complex financial world into something that really just makes sense. Here's your chance to get a true, practical financial review. So if you're listening, just give us a call, 800-779-1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described, plus all the extras that go along with it. And there's no cost, no obligation. And you walk out with a roadmap that can help guide you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're coming right back, though. We have four practical strategies to help you with taxes and dive into particulars of a bill that, if passed, has the potential to change the landscape of Social Security as we know it coming up in 60 seconds. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddall. Joseph Lance is here. Joseph, of course, independent fiduciary with Retirement Wealth. Uh, Eric Carney normally here, a little under the weather today, but we persevere. We move on, and uh, we're talking about taxes because that's an exciting thing to talk about, Joseph. <laughs> that's right, Steve. Everybody wants to wake up on Sunday morning and listen to taxes, oh. right? But I'll tell you what, we're, I mean, it's, you know, April 15th is it's looming. It's the season. Yeah. It's the season, and, for and sure. And we've, we've got to face it, and so let's just jump into this, and we, we talk about tax efficient ways to save, which I don't think everybody really puts those words together, tax efficient and save. Right. Yeah, right? exactly. When they think about taxes, it's about spending. Yes, right? exactly. So, Not giving up all the money. Exactly, yeah, to pay those taxes. But there is a lot of ways that you could actually, and it may not feel necessarily, a lot of times people, when they're thinking about tax planning, they get kind of a bad taste in their mouth because they're thinking, ah, well, I got to pay a lot now, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it's pretty much, you're doing the exact, it's long-term gratification. And you have to understand that. You might be paying more now in order to complete some of these tax-saving strategies, but it's for yourself in the future, or maybe even for a generational wealth transfer that you're going to do that it's really going to have a large impact on. So that's what you have to understand when you're really diving into tax planning is you might be biting the bullet, as they say, now and paying a little bit more in taxes than maybe you would as you did you know, prior years when you were just focusing on getting contributions. But what you're 
trying to do is really help your future self or your future generations of who this money is going to be passed down to in the ways that it's going to be taxed then. Jeez. I, I, yeah. And I mean, looking at some of these statistics, when they talk about taxes, there's what, $8.9 billion in employer sponsored defined contribution plans. A six I think point, that's a T. A uh, trillion. Yes. Trillion. <laughs> yes. You're right. Six, that's insane. $8.9 trillion. Yeah. That's a I, lot of money. And again, the feds are looking, thinking, hmm. They're seething. A, yeah, they're, see, they're seething like, over this money. Like 20% of that's ours. Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, they're incentivizing all these people to contribute to these plans, knowing that, well, these are going to grow over time. And then anytime these individuals actually need this money or are going to go to take it, it's going to be taxed, right? It's a mm -hmm. great it's a, it's a great deal for the government when you really think about it. Oh, we just have to give you this little deduction now. And it's almost like a Roth for the government when you think about it, right? Ooh, they're giving you I a little bit of, of it a, that way. That's they're good. giving you a little bit of a break now, but then they're going to get the taxes on all that growth that you're putting into that account. Huh. All right. There's always there's always somebody getting something, right? <laughs> That's right. That's so when, right. but ways to avoid that or not necessarily avoid it, but the ways to mitigate it, uh, you know, contributing to a Roth. We just talked about it in the last segment how important that is to to get that tax-free buildup coming because that's your income down the line. Yeah, even if you're in your, let's say, last five years of employment, you want to retire within the next five years, we've shown people in a financial plan where if them and their spouse even contribute and max out that Roth, how big of an impact that has to them, how much of a tax cushion, we like to call it, that that can really give somebody in retirement. That's going to be a great emergency fund almost for that individual, where if you think about it, if you have all of your money tied up into a traditional IRA account, or if you're putting all your money into a traditional 401k account, well, when you need an expense in retirement, let's say it's on top of or an unseen expense, like a new roof, or you need new windows, or a new car, and you go to pull money out of that account, that's all taxable, which means it's going to possibly throw you into a higher tax bracket, which is going to make the rest of your money more taxable as well. It's pretty much a trickle effect. So when you can have that tax-free cushion in your retirement plan, what that's allowing you to do is mitigate those tax risks that you're going to have in retirement. Sure. And uh, so we talk about, you know, you talk about a Roth conversion or a Roth contribution and uh, the, the contributions, you're limited by income. But there is something called a backdoor conversion, which can help, especially the high earners. Right, which is essentially where you're contributing to a regular 401k or regular um, IRA, I should say, and then you're actually doing a Roth conversion, essentially, where you're pulling that money out of that and putting it into a Roth. You're essentially able to make a contribution to a Roth with having a higher income limit. It's pretty much a legal loophole, if you will, to be able to contribute to the Roth. And we're constantly running uh, Roth conversion scenarios in our uh, clients plans and showing them, okay, if we do X amount of dollars spread out over this many years, here's how much you're going to pay in taxes for that. But on the flip side, here's how much tax savings that you're going to get from doing that Roth conversion. Sure. That's really what you have to do. You have to be careful with these Roth conversions. You have to be very uh, meticulous when you go about this and the calculations for them, because in some people's plans, depending on their tax brackets, it's going to be able to save them a lot of money and it makes sense. But if you do too much of a Roth conversion in one given year, let's say if you're still working and you have earned income from that and you're doing a Roth conversion, that could throw you into a higher bracket, which makes the Roth conversions not look so great. So you right. have to be very careful with how much you're deciding to do for a conversion. Well, working with an independent fiduciary firm like you guys at Retirement Wealth, that makes sense because you're looking out for us. You're going to make sure that it uh, that it does what it needs to do for us. And it's really about a firm that's focused on financial planning, that's focused on tax planning, more than just focusing on your investments. And don't get me wrong, Steve, I love talking about investments, right? I'm an investment advisor. This yeah. is why I got into this industry. Sure. But the investments are just one piece of a much larger puzzle, and that all those other pieces have been getting neglected a lot lately by advisors, by individuals, because Investments are fun to talk about, right? And, and don't get me wrong, but at the same time, some of the other things that are not so fun to talk about, right? Estate planning, taxes, healthcare, 
A lot of times those aren't that fun to talk about. They're not that exciting. But in the long run, those are really the things that we find that clients are valuing, right? When they actually get into retirement, that we have been forecasting these expenses for them. We've been forecasting what their taxes are going to be and actually mapping that out and seeing what we can do in order to reduce that liability for them. Sure. And uh, one of the things that's making headlines right now is something called the You Earned It, You Keep It Act. And uh, it was reintroduced. It was originally introduced in 2022, reintroduced this year. So what that means, uh, Joseph, you earned it, you keep it. It sounds good. Talking about removing the federal tax from Social Security. Holy cow, that would be a that would be it would be incredible. Yeah. And when, when you really think about it with Social Security, it does make sense. Right. I mean, they're, they're taking Social Security directly out of your paycheck and then they're taxing you on the amounts that you earn again later on mm-hmm. in life. And the thing with Social Security that is a little bit uh, that bugs me a little bit is, you know, if an individual waits until 70 to collect Social Security and then God forbid something happens to them you know, a couple of years into them taking Social Security, their spouse may receive that if their spouse's was lower than theirs, but then their spouse's goes away. Okay, it's essentially there's no death benefit plan for Social Security. I think they actually send the individual or the spouse two hundred and fifty five dollars. I think it's been the same amount for quite some years now. Yeah. So you pay into this your whole life and you delay to take it to get the higher amount. And then if something happens to you, it's gone. Right. There's there's no death benefit on it. There's no you know, it's it could go to your spouse. But the main point being is that this is why it's so important that you're focusing on planning and saving outside of Social Security, because I know we're going to talk about it more in the next segment, too, Steve. But Social Security was never meant to be a end all be all perfect retirement savings plan. And it still isn't. Yet there's a lot of retirees that are focused solely. That's their main income stream is Social Security. So this bill, uh, you earned it, you keep it. Now, there's two parts, two major parts to it. One is the uh, the removal of all federal taxes on Social Security. But the other part of this is there's been discussion of removing the cap. Right now, that cap is, what, about 166000 or something? I believe so. It goes and up that, a little bit every year. Yeah, a little bit. So if you make more than that, you don't have to pay Social Security. That's the way it is today. What this bill is proposing is that between 166 and 250 you wouldn't pay anything over 250 you start to pay again well i think having the cap in the first place was a little bit silly in there because now they're proposing that anybody over 250 right and that in between is not going to get taxed for social security but now it's just anybody over that 250 is going to get that additional tax you know i think that there shouldn't have been a cap or maybe they should cap it at 250 but everybody in between is still getting taxed in there because it never really made sense to me why that cap was in there to begin with because everyone's all those high income earners are kind of catching a break when you think about it that they're not getting they're not having to pay that social security on any amount over that 166 amount um, I think it's going to be an interesting thing to see if this actually does get put into place, um, it, but it will definitely help a lot of individuals in retirement as far as not having to worry about having to pay taxes on Social Security, because we know up to 85% of your Social Security earnings are taxable depending on what other income that you have coming in, which for a lot of individuals, Social Security is not cutting it for them in retirement. Right. They're going to have money coming in from other accounts, from IRAs and all that is taxable income as well. That's all going to get calculated to see how much your Social Security is going to get taxed as well. So as we move through this, then I I can understand where the high earners might say, hey, I don't want to have to pay that again. On the other side, uh, what about if that if that's the case, does that mean my Social Security check is going to get that much bigger? Well, I would think that they would still keep the cap on that because essentially how I view this bill is that they're saying, well, those high income earners, the people that are earning over 250 are basically going to be paying the taxes for the individuals that are going to be getting that would have been getting taxed in retirement. So basically, you know, you're stopped taking from this pile and you start taking from that (laughs) pile to pay for those people, which we've seen a lot of bills introduced like this, right, where you've seen that the high end, well, let the let the rich pay for it, right? Well, the the rich are going to, you know, if you earn too much, then you're going to have be forced to pay for, you know, Sue and Paul over here who you know don't didn't make as much, but now they don't want to get taxed, so you're going to pay the tax for them. It's sure. a little silly. I, I completely agree. Well, let's ponder that and uh, take a quick break here. Wow, that went fast, and let's uh, continue right after that. 
Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you, complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great, folks. It's a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. The goal of the show, helping you make the best decisions for you. So if you've got questions about what we're talking about, how maybe it applies in your own situation today, then call us, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. 1942. Quick break. We're back. Lots more here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza. Next up on WealthWorks Radio. Sometimes it's necessary to reflect on our past and fully understand what the future may hold. When we come back, we discuss the evolution of Social Security and the changes you need to know about it. Stay tuned. Back on WealthWorks Radio, I'm Steve Siddall. Joseph Lenz is here. Joseph is independent fiduciary with the wealth with with WealthWorks Radio, yes, but also retirement wealth. And you can learn more at the website EricCarneyAdvisor.com. Uh, all right, so Social Security. Uh, we just had that conversation and and uh, in the last segment, and we were talking about the the cap and what that means. And and so if 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 that goes through, where they remove the federal tax from Social Security, and they do the, what they're going to want to do with the cap, they're saying it could extend the Social Security Trust Fund by, by 30 years, 40 years. So they, they got to do something, right? Well, <laughs> right. But again, to me, all that means is they've successfully kicked the can down the road another 20 years. So somebody else is going to have to deal with it, not them. Exactly. And like I said before, that's what that's what the government constantly does, right? And that we, <laughs> yes. we've been, that there's been politicians and, and uh, mathematicians that have been talking about this for years where they're saying there's a huge problem yes social security and it's not going to be there and there's all these fears people saying well i don't i don't think it's going to be there and and whatnot and ultimately what it's going to come down to is i think that the working class is going to we already are but the working class is going to be paying for all the people collecting social security and we've been doing it for many years but i think that that tax is going to inevitably increase it's going to have to increase but like you've said, kicking it down the can, kicking the can down the line. Nobody wants to be the bad guy to say we're putting this into act. Right, it has to happen. But nobody wants to be framed as the person that says, "Oh, that person made it happen." Because everybody just wants to be reelected. Right, whatever side that you believe in, both sides really, they just want to be reelected. And when you introduce a introduce a bill saying that hey, we're going to have to increase the tax on Social Security that we're taking out of your paycheck because, you know, we can't properly manage money and didn't run our numbers right. <laughs> well, that's the truth, but they don't want to be the person, the bearer of bad news, essentially. Right. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, so Social Security um, formed, created in 1935. Uh, the first check went out five years lady, uh, later, and um, it, it's been doing that ever since, right? I mean, it's gone uninterrupted. They've never missed a payment mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, but again, I think they're putting a lot of fear out there. They, meaning politicians on both sides, are putting fear out there that something's going to happen to Social Security. And, and in my mind, it just it just can't happen. Yeah, because when Social Security was first created, it was a little tiger cub, right? It was cute. And yeah. now it's grown into this monster tiger, right? <laughs> where, yes. where it's gotten out of control. And uh, they keep they keep introducing new bills. You know, when we think back and when it was first introduced, you know, the earliest age that you could take it was 65 years old or older. Now we think, well, and if you, if you look back at even the life expectancy back then, there's some different numbers, but it was between 61 and, and 65. And the earliest you could take it was 65, 65. <laughs> right? So you see what I'm saying here? I see what you're saying. Now, the earliest you could take it is 62, 
Okay. And our life expectancy is between what, 78, 79, might be pushing 80 here. It's just going to continue to go up with technology and healthcare. So you can see the issue that we're running into now. Mm -hmm. Well, I like this because in 1940, that first check went to Ida Mae Fuller of Ludlow, Vermont for $22.54. Now, here's the thing. She... She upset the apple cart because she was uh, 65, right? So she was already supposed to be dead. And mm-hmm. uh, then she kept getting that until, I mean, for, for I mean, again, until recently, not recently, but I mean, until, what, 2019? Yeah, she got up to uh, 1464 a month now in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> in 2019. So it, it is crazy. And the, the cost of living adjustments that are added into Social Security, and even it's supposed to be tied with inflation. But as we have seen with inflation the past two years, it's only made the issue even worse. Mm-hmm. All these increases in Social Security, which is a good thing. But for the actual Social Security program, it's making it a lot harder on them. So it was created for, I mean, what's the, why was it created in, in the first place? Well, if we think back to 1935 and what was going on then, right, we, we had the Great Depression, we were going through unemployment, the, the banks had a huge run on them, and it was a very hard time in America, and the government wanted to establish a way for basically people to automatically save money, to guarantee them a pension, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was initially started as. And like I said, it's kind of formed into this monster where now individuals are relying very, very heavily on that income where when it was first started, it was supposed to be more or less a supplement to what you were already saving for retirement or the pensions that you are going to be receiving in retirement, which pensions is a whole nother story. And, you know, the rarity of a pension now, we can see that back in the 1990s alone, you know, up to 35% of companies were offering pensions. Now that number is down to 15% of companies are offering pensions, a huge drop off there. So even with the employers, they don't want to take the risk anymore either. They don't want to be the ones that are having to take the money out, manage it, and then guarantee you a stream of income in retirement. They would rather say, hey, we're going to give you a match or some companies don't even give a match and say the risk is on you. If you want to take money out of your paycheck and put it away into your account, that's on you. Mm -hmm. And you're going to manage that account. And if that account runs dry, that's on you as well. You can't come after us for that. Right. And so now what retirees are really faced with is they're getting to this point of retirement. They have a large lump sum in an account if they have been saving in that 401k. And now it's all on them. How do you create a paycheck out of this large sum of money? How do you do it in the most tax efficient way? How does this money stay invested? How do you ebb and flow with the market while still taking out distributions and really be able to tell yourself, I know I'm going to be okay. And I know that I've built an account and a strategy that is going to keep my lifestyle sustainable. Sure. And, and there, I mean, I've, I've read a story uh, this past couple of weeks about Bernie Sanders suggesting that, hey, maybe, maybe we should reintroduce pensions again. <laughs> I don't know if it's that easy. Uh. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is either. But I mean, it, it, you know, it, it makes sense, I guess. But still, it's, you know, it's water under the bridge at this point. And, and again, so when did we start taxing Social Security? How did that happen? So it was actually back in 1983 that bill was introduced, and it didn't actually happen until 1984 when it actually started to become taxable. But I think what had happened was they already started to see that there was this monster that was growing that they were not going to be able to keep up with. And now they had to introduce the tax on that to generate more income essentially to keep the fund alive. It's almost like a pension fund that they're having to keep alive this big sum of money. And now that pension fund is running more and more dry as people start to retire. So now they have to introduce taxes on Social Security in order to generate more income that they could put into that Social Security fund to keep that alive. And if we think about where we're at today in America and the baby boomer burst, in 2024, it's peak 65, which means means we have more individuals retire or more individuals turning 65 than ever before in America because of all the baby boomers, Mm -hmm. which means more retirees, more people are are actually retiring, collecting that social security. And there's going to be that point where we've already been facing it. 
where back when Social Security first started, I think it was for every 42 people that were paying into Social Security, one person was claiming it. Oh, man. Now we see that for almost, it's a rough estimate, but about every two workers that are paying into Social Security, one person is claiming it. Wow. And if we think about how many more individuals just in this given year, just in 2024, are going to start collecting Social Security, think about how that number is more than likely going to probably get down to, what, 1.5, mm-hmm. 1.2, and eventually might even get down to, for every one worker paying in, one worker or one person is collecting Social Security, which is a scary thought. There's going to have to be changes on Social Security. Sure. Yeah. Well, again, there will be and there will continue to be conversations. And it seems it gets, you know, it gets riled up every time we get close to an election. And, and again, both sides are throwing, you know, throwing flames both ways. And, and uh, it, it, in the long run, we just want to we just want to be taken care of, essentially, or at least understand what's happening to our money. Exactly. I think individuals, they're getting tired of people pointing sides and blaming others when the real issue is it hasn't been addressed or taken care of by either side. And that's what people really want to see, I think, as far as you know, politics are starting to go. It's so, it's so polarizing now of blaming the other side, but really individuals want to see a solution get brought to the table. So back in 1975, the solution was, well, we're going to give you a cost of living adjustment every year. <laughs> right? That kept people happy, yeah. Well, sure, that's a kick the can down the road thing. Exactly. We're going to introduce something that, you know, we're going to give you a cost of living adjustment. It's going to increase your payments. When in reality, that's just hurting them down the line. Mm-hmm. They've kind of just screwed themselves over. Now they have to now they have to pay out people more money. And again, this is why if the, t- the taxes, if they do not change, it's just going to continue to get worse and worse. It's a math problem. There's sure. no two ways about it. Oh, I like it. A math problem. Well, and again, so this is a, an interesting statistic that Social Security paid out about one point four trillion benefits last year. It's mind-boggling. Oh, and, and again, to think that the trust fund sustains that. You know, we sustain that trust fund. Exactly. Right? And all, that's what I mean where I think the working class, they're going to pay for it. They're going to either increase the, the limit on that you're paying into Social Security, whether it's the one that gets that gets passed that we were just talking about, Steve, where people making over 250000 they're mm-hmm. going to start paying more onto that, or whether it's a higher tax from what's actually coming out of your paycheck for Social Security. It has to happen. Sure. Well, and again, we're just going to have to ride it out and see, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll make it work. And I think the big takeaway from this as well is that you have to remember this is what Social Security Social Security was never meant to turn into what it has. And this sure. is why it's so important to have those outside savings that you do, whether it's the 401k, whether it's a Roth, even an individual brokerage account, whatever it may be, you have to make sure that you're taking care of your own economy and you're not so much worried about the U.S. economy, making right. sure that you're taking care of your own situation and focusing on your own goals, especially with the, the pensions going away. You have to be able to create your own pension, create your own streams of income in retirement where you're not necessarily relying so much on Social Security because who knows what is going to come of that in the future. And that's one of the things that you do so well at Retirement Wealth is, is help create those plans. Folks, if you want to get your plan, now's the time to give Joseph a call and, and set up a time to talk about it. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great. It's a phone call away, folks. 800-779-1942. The really goal of the show, helping you make the best decisions for you. So if you do have questions, and I'm sure you do, give Joseph a call. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. We do need to take a quick break, but we're coming back. Another segment to go right here on WealthWorks. Radio with Joseph Lanz. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, we have some incredible listener questions to share. We'll answer as many as we can right after this. 
We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddall. Joseph Lanz is here. Eric Carney under the weather, but we'll be, he'll be back next week, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll be here. So you guys are, <laughs> you guys are really busy. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three of our offices. We have an office in Cape Coral, Punta Gorda, and Bonita Springs, and we're really firing on all cylinders. Sure. Um, really, I mean, it's been it's been crazy the amount of people that we have coming in and the situations that we've been able to really help people understand and put in better situations as well. So it's been great. I mean, it's been a, it's been a great year so far. How do you, I mean, what has changed this year, if anything, in terms of attitudes of people, in terms of comfort in getting into retirement? Anything different? There's a couple of things, I think. I think people are still frustrated with not having a financial plan. That's something that we see all the time. Mm-hmm. People are even people that are working with another advisor and they don't have a financial plan in place. They're not working with a certified financial planner. Like we have Donna Crone and our staff is a certified financial planner who runs all these financial plans for our clients as well. And they don't have that continuous ongoing relationship that having that financial plan really brings to the table where you're constantly sitting down with somebody and reviewing your situation, looking at better strategies possibly for that, making sure that you really are going to keep your lifestyle in retirement. And I think people are just you know, upset with this industry and how much it focuses just on the investments when there is a whole other world out there besides the investments that when you're in retirement, you do have to focus on. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something that is going to constantly uh, keep people bringing them in and, and worried about not having that financial plan, which is a very valid concern. Absolutely. 800-779-1942. Let's see. You'll jump into a couple of questions here. Penny is up first in Cape Coral. She says, I'm 55 with $600,000 saved for retirement. Is it possible to retire at 63, claim Social Security, and live off $6,000 a month for the rest of my life? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> if it were only that easy, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this is this is exactly what we were just talking about. This is why we build out that financial plan. When sure. somebody comes in, we first sit down with them, and we start talking to them about their situation. When we really get to their expenses or what their lifestyle looks like, this is why that is so important, because we really want to start mapping that out. Everybody has this idea that, well, I'm making you know, X amount of dollars while I'm working and I'm spending all that money. But when I get into retirement, I'm going to spend a lot less. Right? I'm going I'm to spend maybe 50% of that, 60% of that. Right. We find that to be not so true. Typically, when you get into retirement, sometimes you're actually spending more money than you were during your working sure. years. Obviously, it depends on the individual. But a lot of times when you think about it, even if there's if it's a couple, both people now have free Right. They're they're free from their job. They have 40 hours every week that they need to fill up with doing something. A lot of things cost money that they want to do. A lot of hobbies, especially, you know, golf is huge down here in Florida. Sure. That's a very expensive hobby. A lot of people are actually ending up spending more money in retirement than they are during their working years sometimes. So what we want to do is sit down with them, go over that budget with them, figure out exactly how much their lifestyle is costing them. And then we start to run these scenarios and build out these these plans for them of saying, okay, well, if we just kept your current lifestyle afloat, here's what we can do. Here's the strategies we can put into place in order to generate this income to give that to you to come to fulfill that lifestyle. Because it may work for 10 years, 15 years, but really what we're looking for is making sure that that works for the rest of your life, making sure we're also factoring in things like taxes, inflation, healthcare, possible long-term care risk. There's many things that are being run in on the back end of that plan that it's not so simple as to just say, well, I have X amount of dollars, I'm going to take you know five grand a month and I'm going to be good. There's so many other factors. How is that money being invested? Is that full have full market exposure? Is that going to move with the market? You know, there's then there's risks with that as well, like sequence of returns risk. What if the market is down and you still have to pull income from that account? How does that affect your plan? So there's many different things that we have to really bring to the table and that are fulfilled in that financial plan that will really help answer that question. Okay. So uh, again, Penny, the best thing you can do is give us a call, sit down with Joseph and, and see what works. 800-779-1942 is the number. And Glenn is in Punta Gorda. He says, I'm 60 and I hope to retire when I turn 62. Now, would that mean... I'll have to take RMDs at 62, or would I still have to wait until 73? I looked at the IRS info page, but it only confused me more. And how does Social Security factor into this equation? Can I file for benefits at 62 to bridge the gap, if you will? Thanks in advance. Uh, boy, Glenn's got a lot of questions and, and uh, just needs some clarification, I think. Yeah, yeah, and it, it is confusing. And a lot of people beat themselves up because sure. they say, you know, I never focused on this, or I wish I looked at this earlier. I wish I understood this. And don't beat yourself up for that, right? Is like 
you can't have a regret for that. You, if you're taking care of it now, then pat yourself on the back for being serious about this and taking care of it. So when it comes to RMDs or required minimum distributions on IRA accounts or 401k accounts, those don't have to be taken until 73. Okay. Now you still can take money if you need it, right? But it's just saying that you don't, you're not required to take money until you turn 73. And I think 62, where he's getting that number, is that's the earliest age you can turn on Social Security. Right, right. So you can bridge the gap by taking, turning on Social Security, and then maybe if that's not enough, then start to peel off some money from that 401k or IRA account. Again, there's a lot of information here. We don't know how much there is in retirement savings, how much his expenses are actually going to cost him. So again, this would be a great candidate for building out that financial plan to really show him exactly how that is going to work. Show them exactly how is your money going to be invested? How much are you going to pull from that? Why are you pulling it from this account versus that account? What can we do for tax planning? How are we going to plan for possible long-term care? All those things are included within that financial plan. Of course. Glenn, give us a call. It seems uh, you could probably uh, just have a good session with Joseph, 800-779-1942. Let's see, Melvin is in uh, Bonita Springs, says, I'm approaching 75. Would an annuity be a good option for me given the interest rates right now? Thanks for changing my mind on the matter. Wished I'd considered annuities sooner in my life, but felt it was worth asking. Well, he makes a great question. Yeah, and, and annuities, there's many different ones. A lot of people, you know, they're afraid to say this word in the industry, yes, annuities, right? And yeah, it's, it's people because there's so much slander out there about them. And there are a couple different types and it all depends, just like an investment, okay? So just like the stock market, if you will, where there can be good stocks, there can be bad stocks, inappropriate investments. And a lot of times annuities are sold by individuals that are licensed salespeople. They're not financial planners and they're just trying to sell you a product and not provide you a solution. So it leaves a very bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. However, annuities, they are tied to interest rates, so they are going to be paying out a much higher percentage right now, and a lot of them can be locked in. There's a lot of guaranteed annuities as well that can provide income to individuals. The biggest thing that I can say too is that annuity is not going to make you rich, if you will. It's set to keep you rich. Okay. okay. It's set to reduce your risk in retirement. So now that you're entering a phase where if you're working and you're accumulating, now you're decumulating your assets and risk becomes a lot bigger of an issue for you and much uh, you're paying attention to it a lot more. Now that you're no longer contributing to that account, you're actually uh, taking money and taking withdrawals from that account. You want to pay a lot more attention to the risk in that account. Sure. So annuity is not for everybody either. It depends on everybody's situation. Some people need much more growth than an annuity can give them. Some people want to get in, get in an annuity when they're still in the accumulation phase. And it all depends on that person's situation. And risk tolerance does play a very large factor in there. But ultimately, if somebody is showing you an annuity or proposing you an annuity and they have not built you a financial plan, if they haven't built you an income plan to really show you what that annuity looks like in your situation, then run. Okay, so because somebody is just trying to sell you a product, mm-hmm. more than likely they're not going to service that product correctly. You probably may not hear from that person again, and your money will be in that annuity, and you're going to be left with just a product and not a solution. All right, good enough. And so, Melvin, even at that age, it's worth having a conversation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if, depending on what the goals of of the account are okay, and the, what the assets look like, exactly. Fair enough. 800-779-1942. Leon is in Fort Myers. He says, I lost my job recently uh, at 61 years old. Now, while I'm worried about retirement still and intend to return to the workforce as soon as possible, I'd be lying if I wasn't a bit concerned. What do I do with my 401k now that I'm no longer with the company? Yeah, so a lot of people will keep their 401k in the company's whatever sponsored plan it may be. But ultimately, what we're going to want to eventually do is take that out of the 401k and roll it into an IRA. And what that does is, one, it's going to make it a lot easier to be managed because with a 401k, their ERISA guidelines actually only requires you to have three investment selections for individuals. It's really the bare minimum, actually. They only These companies only have to offer three investment options, I should say, for the employer employees to invest their money within their 401k. When you roll that into an IRA, the handcuffs are off. You can invest that in 
you know, whatever makes your heart full, right? So in whatever is going to fit your needs. And also when you go to start taking money out of the account, if you do need that, having regular systematic withdrawals from that account is going to be much easier than having it out of that 401k company account Mm -hmm. as well. All right. So again, I mean, so he's in a good spot, really. I mean, I understand he lost his job, but again, from 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 a 401k and making it his own, he's in a good spot. Yeah, especially if you want to return to the workforce, which means it sounds like you're still in that accumulation phase where you still want to grow that account. Well, then you're going to want to get it into that IRA account that's separate from that 401k company in order to grow it in the most appropriate way possible. All right. Well, hey, Joseph, we have simply run out of time again. This show went by super fast. Let's remind everybody what, uh, what they need to do to reach out to you. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Hey, that's why we give you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances, no cost, no obligation. You can find out how much risk you're taking. What about red flags that might be a problem for you down the line? Do you know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Well, take a deep dive. Let Joseph figure it out for you. What about potential tax liabilities? And, of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing that Social Security benefit. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, please pick up the phone. Call us right now, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Joseph, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by really, really fast, but great information as always. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.